0: the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where gold, the best kind of gold. What a legend, What a champion.
1: Welcome.
2: Yes, Captain. Oh, Captain, my Hello, captain.
1: Skipper. Oh, Captain, my cat. When's the last time you saw that flick?
2: Fuck. I'm Jew. You are. I'm absolutely Jew. Fuck, I love that. I want to so
1: hate much. it. I want to be it's cynical about it, but I'm like, ah, it's pretty good. Stand on the tables, boys. It's the best. Stand on the table. Get on them. Very em. good. Let's not get too distracted, okay? Because this is the first quarter, mate. It's the opening mm. salvo. The bounce is about to happen. A fan final fizz week here at Mint Sports. So let us cool. get straight into it and let us pray. Yeah, let's pray. Let us pray. Let us pray that Ticket Tech are doing okay. We feel for you guys. Mm. Let us pray that no genuine Pies fans <laughs> received any seated tickets. And let us pray that those seats were then allocated <laughs> to true fans, like the... Slew of corporate shill minnows who wouldn't know a Sharon if it thwacked him in the bonds Mason, in the name, in the of, name of, of fire festival. Fest. <laughs> well ticketed. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift. AFL, AFL Grand, Grand Final. Final and great friend, friend of the pod, pod.
2: The great friend. Jezza. Jezza.
1: Woo. Jesalinko, you're beauty! Uh, ah uh, pen. pen. Mate, huge week of footy. We're kicking it off with quarter one of our four-part series. We've got to get straight into the ticket fiasco that was the Ticketek disaster. And G Pies fans took it really well. They took it pretty well that they couldn't get into the big dance. Toothless and seatless, <laughs> as I
2: would like to call the Collingwood fans at the moment. Toothless and seatless.
1: Mason to Maine, hubris be thy name. You were very smug with that. Yeah, you've been up all night, have you? Studying for a urine test and, and working on that one. Mate, like,
2: mate, they should get the fan, get them all in. Get them around the boundary like a basketball game. If they get decked as a player, like right on the boundary, like get them on the grass.
1: Get them all into the G and fill it up with water.
2: Sit them on the edge. And if they get taken out by Darcy Moore running through them,
1: fucking that's what you cop. One less
2: tooth is fine for the Collingwood supporters.
1: That's like back at the old Gabba days where they had the Greyhound track and we used to sit as kids on the Greyhound track at the cricket. Oh, wow. Sat on the boundary rope on the Greyhound track and gave Dean Jones a piece of chewy once. It's a highlight. That's what I'm talking about. It's unreal. Any of you kids got any chewy, flung him a bit of juicy fruit. Two balls later, he spat <laughs> it out. Must have been an extra man. Pretty disappointing for young Sonny Munn. <laughs> Variant still with you. Oh, yeah, it hurts. It really does. <laughs> That'll never leave. <laughs> We've got a handful of Friends of the Pod and footy fans that are going to run through their game day experiences starting off this episode with how they got their tickets. This year has been a lot of angst from mainly Pies fans who spend big money at the top of the season in order to guarantee themselves a place to park their ass on level one. And some of them <laughs> are on level four and that's just not good enough. Others are in standing room, and that's no, just not, not good, good enough. Get over yourselves. Tickets invariably go for four figures on this day. You just spend the money if you if you need to. They you do. have to. Have you seen some of the right. player agent yes. stuff? No, I need to know. Oh. In
2: Sydney, it's not a story. It's not a story.
1: But I know the I know what's going on. But I need to know more, please. Well, mate, it's just a one sentence story that basically those classy, classy units player agents have been. They get allocated tickets through their clients, Mm. their players, and there's reports of player agents then turning around and shelling those tickets out for upwards of two and a half grand. I mean... (laughs) Uh,
2: That is a lot of money.
1: Can these gutter turds possibly stoop any lower? Just dead set pond scum. Honestly, sifting around in the muck. I'd rather my daughter marry a bloody mobile phone salesman who enjoys a spot of street performing than one of these (laughs) smarmy jerks. Two and a half grand. Well, you haven't earned enough. It's a business now, Sonny. Yeah, It's not a sport anymore. sure is. The love is gone. The thrill
2: is gone, my friend.
1: Back in the day Absolutely when you gone. broke the Richmond yeah. drought, did you have yeah. dramas getting a ticket?
2: Well, no. I was lucky enough to get tickets through a great friend of the prod, Simo, who lined up early with his MCC membership wow. and snagged a few seats, as, they, as you do when you run in, yep. put your mark on each seat, then run up to the next level, put your mark on the next seat.
1: You go different levels? Got what are the you the doing ticket. different levels for?
2: Yeah. So when you go one, the first level, you grab the best seat you can on the first level. Everyone's running yeah. around. It's a scramble. So then the guy gives you the pink slip to say that that's your seat. Yeah. Bang, you take off again and go to the next level and find another seat. Oh. Keep doing that up to every level to get as many seats as you can. You've only got two butt cheeks. Like this seems a bit of overkill. Well, the family that do it always go every year to every grand final. Doesn't need their team in it.
1: So they all sit individually above each other, tier by tier. Yes. Huh. Because that's the love of the footy. That's what they love, Sonny. They love. Gee, it's a tough shout though, isn't it? You're around. Oh bugger. Is it? <laughs> Gotta go up to level four again with my mid strength. W. You need a beer on the walk up. <laughs> Mate, Ticketek have just got a monopoly on the whole thing. They can get away with whatever they want. It's unbelievable. And there's no one to be accounted for. But is there,
2: Sonny? Is there? <laughs> well, you've done some snooping, have you? I did my three You're minutes of a bit investigations of on that. I did my three minutes yeah. of sifting. And found out that Ticketek... You Googled. <laughs> yeah, I did a bit of Googling. And found out that Ticketek's owned by TEG, Proprietary Limited. Oh, yeah. TEG stands for TidEgged Goobers, which is a little thing that I found out which was pretty interesting. (laughs) Is that right? You heard it here first. Couldn't believe it. Now, the owner of Ticketech, or the owner of TEG, TidEgged Goobers, Tigger, yeah, is Jeff Jones. This man couldn't look more rich. He's the CEO of TEG. Jeff Jones? Yeah. Fake name. Fakest name ever. Where on earth is Jeff Jones? Where are you, Jeff? Hey, Jeff. Where are (laughs) you?
1: You're not in Collingwood, are you? Oh, just looking up, jeez, just looking up Jeff now. I'll tell you two things about Jeff. Sure. Jeff loves a really expensive red wine and the smell of his own shit. Doesn't he? He is on pretty good terms with himself. Oh, GJ. Christ on a bike.
2: I think it could be Joffa been queer-eyed. I think it could be Joffa queer-eyed. It's Joffa.
1: Behind bars,
2: yeah, he is, yeah, he got done for um,
1: yeah, he got done for assaulting my eyes with his jacket, <laughs> <laughs> you know they say many fine books have been written in prison. I'm hoping he gets the time in the next twenty years to try and read one. <laughs> Jeff Jones and Joffa
2: will be cellmates soon after what he's done this oh, week to these poor Collingwood fair supporters dead fellows. not only is the Collingwood supporter's hair falling out, their their tooth is falling out
1: as well. Here we go. Gee, you're doubling down, are you? You're pretty happy with it. (laughs) Crikey, mate. Pretty original stuff. (laughs) You've been up all night. I'm so stressed. My
2: teeth are falling out. Cheers. Now, this man needs to be put on a crucifix in the middle of Victoria Park. Hang on. That makes him like a messiah figure. Not too sure that's what we want. This man needs to be strapped to the front of a Commodore in the middle of Victoria Park. The car should be lit alight. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And driven into the stands. What about the Batmobile? We could put him on the front of the Batmobile <laughs> yeah, and have Angry Anderson angry. drive it around the G. <laughs> That'd be all right. Bit of nostalgia for old GJ. Get GJ on a
2: spit, rotating spit. Let's get him done. He needs We're getting to go. very close
1: to Joffa territory again, mate.
2: <laughs> Ticketek and burn in hell. That's all I think. And Jeff Jones can go there with him. R-Pen. Unbelievable. Uh,
3: There's a special place in hell for Ticketek. As footy fans, we are all hostage to the most unaccountable organisation in public life in this country, a company that never speaks to its customers, never acknowledges the pain and always claims to be doing a great job. Just a faceless organisation that treats us with absolute contempt. Because we have no other option of dealing with anybody else, worse than Qantas, worse than public transport Victoria, just glib statements that pass the buck and screw you over. It's scandalous. I'd love to have the chief executive of Ticketek front up and answer your questions, but who would even know who that is? Be damned, Ticketek. Be damned, straight to hell.
1: You had no dramas because someone else was doing it, but I've got to tell you, the greatest friend of the pod going around at the moment, Jezza, Rose from Doveton's oh, yeah. husband, he secured me a ticket to this week's grand final within, I want to say minutes of the prelim. Your brother, good friend of the pod, Brod, literally after the bounce, I sent a yeah. message to everyone on my phone, start the search, start looking for tickets because you've got to pounce. You've got to pounce in the first 24 hours. That's key.
2: Of course you do. He yep. sent
1: one back. I'm on the hunt. I went and had a couple of libations in the afternoon after the game, wake up the next morning, a little bit fuzzy of eye, but very full of heart, and there it is in my phone. Mate, stopped the search, got you a ticket. Unbelievable. Jezza, friend of the pod, has decided to give me his lifetime membership, actual physical card, so I've just got to make sure I don't fucking do anything sure. stupid with that. You'll be fine. I know, I know. I'm good with that stuff. I'm bad with everything else. I'll lose a limb and I'll end up keeping that Big card. Fun. I said, you beauty, I'll give him whatever he wants for it, mate. I've already factored in the cash. It's all sweet, blah, blah, blah. I nearly, I got, well, I was about to say nearly. I got so emotional. He said, you know, Sonny, I couldn't think of anyone else I'd rather give it to. I'm oh. just so happy that you get to go. And I just started bawling, mate. It was no good. No good. Yeah. He's a great man like
2: that. It's his best trait. Very unselfish, the old Jezza. Yep. And we that's what we love about him. He actually got my mum a ticket with me to that first Richmond 2017 grand final. So mum used his pass. So I had the MCC ticket and then mum had Jezz's when, I'll tell you what, she was shitting herself walking in there. (laughs) Because
1: she's like, what if they look? Well, that's what I'm worried about. Because at the last minute he goes, mate, if you see someone with a red jacket and a clipboard, (laughs) run away. I was like, okay, that's a bit weird because that's when they asked to see your ID. (laughs)
2: It's fine. It's fine. They are so busy. Yeah. There is that many people that they don't actually do that. They don't do it. What? There was no one at the gate. You just put it through.
1: Well, mate, before I got the ticket, I'd already planned. I'd already planned what to do. And I was dead set going to try and yeah. bum rush the gate. You're going to shave your head. No, I'm not joking. I was going to take clippers <laughs> and my Bears gear in a bag, jump the gate, sprint into the dunny, <laughs> yeah, shave in the toilet, and then get changed into the other clobber. Just sit there for a couple of hours like some sort of gargoyle. Just... Come out with blackface. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come out in a big <laughs> turban and blackface. Oh, g'day, guys. Incognito. Yeah, hey, appreciate it. Great bloke. He's still in there. He's in the toilet. Yeah. You'll find him in there. He's in the cubicle. I just wanted a tour of the G. I got no interest in the footy. <laughs> So this episode, mate, quarter one is all about securing that golden ticket to the big dance. And we're going to kick off with great friend of the pod, oh, Poss, yeah. and one of the great ticket swindles of all time. He kicks off in 1978 and then comes back 20 years later for redemption in 98. There's stories galore <laughs> littered throughout this. So I hope everyone enjoys it, and we will see you at the end. On your POS, Tina.
0: My name is uh, Paul O'Sullivan. I'm going to talk about the 1978 and 1998 Grand Finals, the Kangaroos, which North lost. But it was the journey on the day that counted. In 1978, we didn't have phones and internet. We didn't have uh, running shoes. We had the old... Uh... We
1: well, didn't have shoes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my kind so, of decade. You know,
0: you had Dennis Lilly with his moustaches... Yes. You had uh, long hair. Love it. So, 1978, North and Hawthorne were the best teams. Uh, we didn't have a ticket. I wanted to go. I rang my brother, Jerry, and said, if you're going to get tickets, we've got to go to the Young and Jacksons at 10 o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, and there might be a chance. So so, we're, so
1: you didn't have a ticket before game day? No,
0: no, 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 no. Was that
1: common back then? You say, no, internet, yeah, well, no People shoes. had
0: tickets, but we, we, I, I was told that if you could get to y early you might get a chance to get a ticket.
1: Right. you just got to flash a bit of skin and throw some cash around. Skin.
0: <laughs> no, uh, beers um, ah. were the thing. In, in, in the public That's bar, not upstairs, in the public bar. And uh, we got there at 10, looking around, and a bloke came up and said, uh, you, you're looking for a ticket? I said, yeah. He said, I'll give you a, a standing room ticket for a few beers. I said, oh, easy. Gerry, <laughs> you shout. Have a shout. And then I said, we've got one ticket. What are we going to do? Well, let's get down to the MCG and walk around, and there's the Salvation Army man, you know? Yeah. yeah. Captain. And I thought, Jerry, you stay behind me. He's looking for a, a respectable adult. Oh, yeah. I'll Gives go your up. hand
1: up, did you? <laughs> yeah. Jeez, Jerry must well, have been dishevelled.
0: It's between me and Gerry. Great. <laughs> you know, okay. really.
1: Back to the shoeless nature of the 70s.
0: <laughs> anyway, we came to a deal... That he said, I've got two seats behind the goals and you can have them. He said, what are you going to offer me? I said, well, what's a donation? $5 and the free ticket.
1: Hold the phone. How much do you reckon a ticket was back
0: then? Uh, probably $30, $40. Okay. So we were behind the goals. Oh. The best seats I've ever had at the MCG. Really? And it didn't cost me. It cost me a few beers.
4: Simon I am a Geelong fan and I went to the 2022 grand final seeing Geelong beat the Swans I was at a family lunch on the Sunday my brother-in-law said he was going to try he rang me two hours later and said guess what we've got tickets so I did absolutely nothing and got given one at face value and didn't pay a cent over
1: unreal you knew it was your day didn't you yeah Absolutely. So your lovely wife, yeah, yeah Matthew Price, your man. wife Jane, managed to secure one What this week, just, just today or what?
4: Her dad was mad Collingwood and um, they had three seats at Old Vic Park with their names on it because he's so into wow. Collingwood. So she, they grew up as little girls sitting in Vic Park every weekend watching Collingwood play and her and her sister managed to get two tickets so they're both going together on oh, Saturday.
1: That's cool. I hope they lose. For someone who's in optometry, she doesn't seem very one-eyed, so she's done well to be a Pies fan and maintain all of her features. Also
4: doesn't seem to be that much of a footy fan either, but, you know, finals bring out the best of everyone, don't they? They jump on <laughs> when
1: they turn. That's right, mate. That's right. It's two tickets that some real fan's not getting. I love it.
5: <laughs> hey, I'm Rachel. I am a diehard Cats fan, and I had the privilege of going to the 2022 Grand Final.
1: Was it hard for you to get a ticket, or it was okay?
5: So, well, mine might be a bit of a different story. Unbeknownst to me, uh, my beloved had secured two tickets to the North Melbourne Grand Final Breakfast, Mm. Three-quarter time of the Melbourne-Brisbane final, because he decided there and then, no matter who won out of those two teams, that Geelong was going to thump them by like 10 goals the following week in the prelim, and that Geelong would get in the grading So he took a punt he, uh, wow. by buying those tickets when, he, when he, he didn't tell me either. He didn't tell me until three-quarter time at the Geelong-Brisbane prelim, and my cousin uh, Laura, and she... She burst into tears and I think I was just well, drunk and in, in shock. So yes. <laughs> Good so combo. Was, well, yeah, first first yeah, first grand final I'd ever been to and I to be honest I thought I'd never get there. So yeah, yeah. it was um, amazing.
1: Hearing all of the Collingwood fans that I know now struggling for tickets and everyone freaking out, I honestly don't know how I would have coped with that Anxiety. I'm already freaking out about the week ahead. Yep. To have to actually hunt down tickets would have been a nightmare.
5: Absolutely. Although, you know, Jono, like that's, you know, there's going to be some benefit sharing a life with Jono. I just would have been to him. If you don't get this done for me, like we are done. So <laughs> he, he hates to think how much he would have spent on securing me a couple of tickets. So like you said, it's just at least you can enjoy the week knowing that you're going. Yeah. The build-up was just incredible itself because, yeah, I knew I had a had a ticket.
3: Uh, g'day, my Name's Wado. I'm a uh, St Kilda fan. I went to the 09 loss, 2010 draw, and the replay loss. Oh boy! Uh, my heart will be forever broken until I see a Saints flag.
1: <laughs> well, mate, I hate to be the harbinger of bad news, but your heart may well forever be broken. I'm afraid. <laughs> oh,
3: mate! Every year, I just you know the Saints they pick you up and then they drop you flat on your head. <laughs> Oh nine I had tickets bought for me. Twenty ten I got a ticket through another mate who paid for a year's with a guaranteed ticket. Yeah. So I actually went to that on my own.
6: Jake, I am a fan of the Mighty Mighty Magpies. I have seen them in person in Grand Finals. Two in 2010, one in 2011, and a piece of shit in 2018.
1: <laughs> Four grannies. One win, two losses, and a draw, mate.
6: Yep, got the set.
1: Fair stats.
6: Time to balance the ledger, I think.
1: Uh ease up, ease up. So, obviously, there's been a bit of a schmozzle with the tickets this week. Have you managed to secure one? Are you adding twenty twenty three to the list of GFs?
6: I am. Yeah, I um. After twenty, so twenty ten and twenty eleven, I relied on the kindness of friends and yep. associates and people I'd met on a tram to find me a ticket. Yep. And after that sort of heartache, I signed up as a, a social club member, which gets me a priority two entry in the ballot. Right. That worked for me. I actually got a seat in 2018 for all the good that did. Um, uh, this year, I think it was a bit tighter. Congress membership's gone through the roof, so uh, I managed to scrape in with a standing room ticket.
1: Yeah, great. Is that going to affect your viewing?
6: Uh, yeah, it is. It's a bit shit under there. I mean, A, let's just say happy to be in the ground. Like, yeah. That's the main thing. I mean, if I can get around to the back of the Ponsford, I think that's where you want to be if you're going to be in standing room in the asylum there.
1: <laughs> well, mate, I'm very happy for you to be going, and I'm also on a personal level very relieved because many moons ago you sourced me a ticket to Meredith that you gave me for nothing, and I thought, shit, I, <laughs> I owe this bloke, and this was going to be my chance to repay you. And when you sent through a message saying, mate, I think I've got one, I thought, oh, thank fuck
0: for that.
6: There's no way in hell I would have accepted that, mate. Like, there's, the, the, the offer would have been exceptional. Uh, and very gracious But yeah not, not You can't take someone's grand final ticket away from them if no, they If they're a competing club You can't
1: do it Let's face facts here mate I can say whatever I want after the fact So yeah I <laughs> definitely true. would have done it mate Definitely <laughs> would have done it It's the sort of person You're I am the greatest man ever Mate you don't have to tell me There are mirrors everywhere at my house Post game of the draw Waito It's got to be the most unique Odd feeling
3: All I could think about was all right, How am I going to get a ticket for next week that was the, the first mode that I went into is how how can I get a ticket for next week? I was fortunate enough to get snuck in off a pass out by my uncle. Did you? Who was working in working in the media at the time for Triple M.
1: Oh way to throw him under the bus. How did he manage to do that?
3: Oh, back back then you could actually like go outside for a smoke and they give you these pass out tickets.
1: Yes, that's right. I've done and, it at the cricket.
3: Um, if you time it at the right time, there's a bit of a rush, so you can sort of like grab it and quickly turn around and then go over to another another pass out and get one from there. So you get two pass out tickets.
1: Oh, char So he
3: went back in on his pass out and he gave me the other ticket that he had.
1: Unreal. We used to do that at the Gabba. So the Gabba, if you didn't get a pass out at the cricket, you could use your ticket. He'd say, oh, I didn't get a pass out, mate, but I've got me ticket. So you'd walk in and go up a level and then just float your ticket. Outside the stadium, it would have to you'd have to angle it like a bit of a paper plane, yeah, but it would yeah. drift down to your mate. So you just keep doing that all day. We bought one ticket and you get about twenty blokes in.
6: Oh, and the ticket the ticket sourcing for that game was pretty funny actually. What was that? I was working for before the game, uh, at that point. And on the Friday night I would put the call out and was just nothing doing it from anyone. And I'm at the Essen and Best and Fairest about to do a live cross with Matty Lloyd and James Hurd and it was about a minute to air and I'm counting down, i got the headset on, my phone rings and it's one of my mates that I put out on the hunt and I'm like, oh, hang on a second guys, just got to get this.
1: <laughs> Priorities. It's only live telly, Jake. You'll be right.
6: And in, you know Matt Lloyd's, Matt Lloyd's face at the best of times doesn't portray a huge amount of general awareness well, in what's exactly going on around him. Like he was guy, absolutely, like, what's going on? What's going on? Heard, he go, mate, mate like, just just shut up a sec sorry yes yes <laughs> oh, I, thought, well, I, right. I gotta go i gotta go like, what was that about it it's got a granny ticket and
1: they pissed themselves i thought it was pretty funny lloydy though you never know what reaction you're going to get because the man's never had both lips actually touching each other they're permanently <laughs> agape and he's just got that classic goober gob where he's like one of those clowns at the easter show
5: You just
6: want to
1: throw a peanut in there, don't you? 100% just lob some popcorn up there and see if it goes down the gullet.
7: James Broders, Hawks supporter, member. Been to Five Flags, 08, 2012, 13, 14,
1: 15. Five grannies you've been to?
7: Been to five, seen us win four, lost one.
1: You've had a run, haven't you? Give someone else a go.
7: Fair run, fair run. But as I say to all my mates, their, their teams, mate, the granny, mate, you've got to be there to see it. You've got to begin to win, it, mate.
1: With all the ticket fiasco that's been going on this week, I've got to firstly say thanks to you, mate. Like, I can't thank you enough for sourcing a ticket. I sent a message to quite literally everyone in my phone at the full-time siren of the prelim, and within a minute, you said, I'm on the hunt, and within a few hours, you said, I've got you one. Done.
7: Yeah. I don't know, mate. It's one of those things, if you want a ticket bad enough, you'll always get one. Always. But yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I knew you needed one. Brizzy supporter, and uh, it was it was closer to home, so it was actually pretty easy in the end, but glad to sneer you on, mate.
1: I love it. I love it. So you've been to five grand finals. Yes. Have you, as a member, always had access to tickets pretty easily? Did you have any times where you were struggling?
7: So 08, I got a ticket at a pure chance through a mate from Myrtleford, which
1: we can go into a bit later. Go into it right now. What happened oh 08?
7: Okay, so 08, you're sitting
1: down? <laughs> I'm sitting
7: Okay, you buckled in. Okay, cool. Oh
1: mate, I'm strapped. I'm okay. buckled. I'm ready. So, no parachute.
7: So, so, 2008, I was living in Sydney and obviously a big Hawk supporter. So I saw him beat the Western Bulldogs. Uh, buddy kicked eight goals on that night. One of the fa- famous goalie kicked on Brian Lake. Watched it from Sydney and was like, "This is fucking nuts." I've got to go. I've got to get get to Melbourne and watch these games. So I flew back to Melbourne for the prelim. Went to the prelim against St Kilda. Yeah. Watched Shane Crawford kick the a goal from the boundary line right in front of M10 and was basically just text my boss in Sydney and said, I'm coming back next weekend, brother. No matter what, flew back on the Wednesday of the grand final week. Didn't have a ticket. Didn't have a ticket.
1: The Wednesday? So hang on, you told the boss, yeah, mate, I'm going to be away for the granny on Saturday. Cheers. Tuesday's my last day.
7: No, no, no. I just booked in a week of annual leave. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So just... Don't do things in halves? And just... You're not going to be here for me for quite some time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to which he was wrapped?
7: I flew to Melbourne, no ticket, just basically said to my, my brother, mum and dad and stuff, I said, I just want to be in Melbourne for it. I want to do the, the grand final training session the parade. I want to do all that stuff. And then I, I just said, I just want to watch it in Melbourne. And mm. all the while in the background, I'm texting anyone and everyone I know to see if they got tickets. Yeah. Adrian, I'd only been back from travelling for about three years. I didn't have, like, any full membership, nothing. Just had, like, a basic membership. So I was basically just scouring anyone who I knew. And it came down, it came down, mate, to a guy who I was mates with in the UK, Cardi. Cardi, the bloody captain of the Myrtlefoot Footy Club. Okay. Had a beer with him. He's like, Oh, are you in town? I go, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, Oh mate, let's have a beer at the corner the hotel. I said, Yeah, perfect. Had a beer with him and he, this is a Thursday, Thursday night. And this is before the uh public holiday mm. shit happened. And we're having a beer at the um corner we're just chatting away. And I'm like, Oh yeah, and I went to the training session, blah, blah, blah. I haven't got a ticket, yada, yada, yada. And he goes, Oh, he goes, I reckon I'll be every to get." I to said, What do you mean? He goes, Oh, my missus works for Flight Center, and she says something today about a table that they hadn't filled at this function,
1: flight center.
7: I go, What table? And he goes, mate, It's a table at you know, John Kane Arena. Yeah, there they got like a big, big show, comedians, yada yada yada. And he goes, He goes, Mate, it's like 700 bucks. And I go,
1: So, fucking
7: get your phone out, mate. So, call your missus right now.
1: Yeah, I'll give you 705. Keep the change.
7: <laughs> so he goes, So he calls Kit, his wife. Yeah, that was it. That was done.
1: So you got, a, you got a ticket to a Flight Centre-sponsored Grand Final breakfast that also got you into the game?
7: 100%. We had to be at the venue at 9am for the function, which was all free piss, free food, everything.
1: Did you have to pretend you are a pilot or something? Like, lowest airfare is guaranteed?
7: So what, what we had to do, there was this guy named Tyson, I got the number off on a Friday, oh, yeah. who, who was organising the table. I got his number and texted him and said, mate, I have bought one of these tickets and you had to turn up to his house with cash.
1: Oh, this doesn't sound too morning. dodgy at all. This doesn't sound dodgy at all, mate. Bloke called Tyson. Come to my house with cash. Cheers. No, Don't tell anyone no, you're no, coming.
7: There was no wiring money. No, nothing. No, <laughs> no
1: nah, nah, no paper trail here on I your had, flight I center. Up
7: there, mate, I you not believe it. I'm walking through bridge road.
1: Yeah.
7: I was so confident, mate. I was so confident. Not that we were going to win, but just, that I was going to get a ticket. Yeah. And, um, I ran into uh, one of my best mates' dad having breakfast on Bridge Road. He's like, mate, and I'm tough going it. You know, I've got my jeans on.
1: Jersey, no shirt.
7: No shirt underneath. No shirt underneath, mate. 2008, I was looking good back then. Oh, looking yeah. Good.
1: Jury's out, mate. Real good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate. Couldn't hear you over your modesty.
7: So, anyway, got to Tyson's house, knocked on the door. You know, you're knocking on a random bloke's door. You don't know what the hell's going to happen. And this oh. big, massive bloke, he was like a tradesman, he's like a, a trading. Just looks at me and goes, are you a Hawk supporter? And I said, yeah, mate. And he just hugged me and said, get the fucking nine house, mate.
1: Well, by the way, fair Columbo, old Tyson, you're wearing nothing but a Hawks jersey. You're there to buy a ticket for the final. <laughs> are you a Hawks supporter, mate? How did you guess, Tice? Just wanted to make sure. Anyone can buy a top from a from a shop, mate. No, you're right. That's You know what you do? You buy a top. You walk all the way there. You say, here's 700 bucks. Oh, I'm not really a supporter. Get out.
7: So I his back out. I was the first one there, yeah? Keen as mustard. So what,
1: hang on. Everyone had to meet there, not just you.
7: Nine blokes had to go to this guy Tyson's house <laughs> and give him <them> $700. Okay. <laughs> like blokes just start falling in, bowling in, bowling in, one after the other. All Hawthorne supporters. Yeah. Every oh, single but, one of them. But I'm
1: sure Tyson made sure of it. Now you're new hooks right. man.
7: And mate, they're all randoms, so not one bloke had like three mates with them or wow. two mates. Wow! All Every solo. Every single bloke was all random.
1: This is how human centipedes started, mate. This is like a cult.
7: And they, you know, they're walking like sheepishly, like, "Hey, how you going, guys? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, how are you? Yeah, Dale, Paul, yeah. Steve, how are you guys? Yeah, yeah. So we're within
1: four hours. You're like licking each other's ears and stuff.
7: Oh, mate. So we had to go to the we had to go to the function. And um, there's a, I couldn't even tell what was going on. All I remember saying to each other was if we can just stay within 30-odd points of Geelong, that will be great odd. to build into the following year. That's all we need. Oh,
1: fuck God, oh, that's Geelong, piss week.
7: Geelong were just, just, just dismantling people like RoboCop every fucking Friday and Saturday night, pretty much. And we were just like, if we, can, if we can just stay with them and have a good game, then that's all we need to take into the next season. So we get to the game. And we all had a skin for this stage. We were sitting behind the goals, southern stand, probably about five rows from the front, but up the top deck. Top deck, throw right behind the goals. Sunny as fuck day as well. It was like hot, mate. Honestly, mate, like the ten of us were sitting in line. We were like, we were fucking like brothers by the time the final siren went, mate. It was <laughs> loose. It was so loose, man. <laughs> it was crazy.
3: Uh, g'day, Maybe Daily listeners. Joel Roach here. Rusted on Carlton supporter. Attended the 93 losing grand final, which was a sad day, and the 95 winning grand final, which was um, which is pretty, pretty bloody good day, really.
1: Well, I was asking everyone about how they got their tickets, but how old were you, 93, 95?
3: I would have been 14 in 95. So yeah, look, I think it's a bit of an IOU. I think dad probably picked up my brother and mine tickets yeah we weren't huge on chores around the house at that age
8: g'day uncle buck is the name i'm a carlton blues supporter and i went in 1995 the carlton v geelong grand final
1: uncle buck now
8: yeah that'll do won't it
1: we just spoke to good friend of the pod Rochi he was about 14 i think but still cutting him away off the dance floor <laughs> what were you doing and how old were you what sort of vintage were you in 95 for the granny
8: i was 13 and um and a late developer, so I was probably, um, you know, pretty scrawny. Uh huh. And I was at the grand final in 1995 with my brother Tyrone, who was. And uh, was
1: was he a late developer, yeah. mate? Because we really need to know this. Uh, what, what was the puberty level on him?
8: P- puberty? Sorry, you're breaking up a bit there. And I, <laughs> I think I was probably just, um, just entering into it. If that's if I don't know if that's part of the pod, but um, that's all I ever get from you. Puberty. Yeah. So hang on, just the was, two of you so, we got tickets last minute, completely unexpectedly. An ex-uncle, a bit of a dodgy uncle.
1: Hang on, an ex-uncle?
8: They were married into the family and then they got turfed.
1: Right, okay. Uh,
8: you know, so not really spoken about
1: much these days, but... Oh, uh, well, we need to know more about this bloke. Who's this? Who's this character?
8: Yeah, no. I'll well, be- you know, maybe... Um,
1: Kill Bill style, I'll beep his name out. What, what's his story? Can you dic- oh, disclose well, much? Not really. I
8: don't really want to go into it, but I'm um, not really spoken about these days. It's he whose name has never spoken. Wow. Maybe um, with future uh, guilt on his mind, got his um, ex nephew's a uh, couple of um, tickets to the grand final um, through some sort of dodgy dealings, and um, this is along we went.
1: By the way, this is the most opaque description of someone through future guilt. He got his future ex-nephew's tickets through dodgy <laughs> dealings. <laughs> this never happened, yeah, did I
8: it? Know. Great content. So I wasn't going to uh, look at gift horse in the mouth, obviously. Yeah, just went along and like I think we shitted in. Like that was Carlton's 1995, um, you know, paper bag full of cash year where we were just unbeatable. Only lost two games during the year to Sydney and St Kilda. You know, I think we won by about sixty points or something like that.
1: Was your future ex, soon-to-be non-uncle, was he part of the paper bag brigade? Is there something more oh, nefarious no, no, at play? no,
8: He was affiliated with a different, um, he was a Collingwood supporter.
1: Oh, uh, even worse. Okay. Let's dive forward then. 20 years later, it's 1998. Did you have a, a ticket pre-bought that time at least?
0: By 1998, you couldn't go to the Younger Jacksons and get it ticket it was gone well no you and jerry were gone. probably
1: banned weren't you after uh, the last time yeah, well, I, it's
0: also illegal and all you know all that <laughs> sort of stuff you know all the stuff about legal and illegal Panjandrums
1: jandrums jobs worth yeah,
0: yeah so we only got two because normally viv my ex and three kids yeah. so we try to get five but we didn't get five we got two the boys uh, uh, had to find their own tickets to get in if they could it's a rite of passage, mate. Get your own tickets. Yeah, that, well, that, that's right. You know, you're Take from a Take bloke who did nothing to get his this week. It's a rite of passage. That's right. What happened was we get to the ground and I lose my ticket. And, of course... What do you mean? Physical I, ticket. I dropped it somewhere. Uh, this is not unusual for me to leave things behind. Anyway, you know, you walk around the ground and it was gone.
1: So you reckon you lost it just outside or on the way there? No, uh, no
0: outside. Walking oh, around mate. the ground.
1: Oh, that's a nightmare. The anxiety. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm feeling nervous. I'm genuinely starting to sweat thinking well,
0: about that. Well, go straight there. Go straight in. Well, don't my don't my be interrupted by anybody. I've
1: got Jez's actual pass, his physical pass, and I want to just like meld it into my skin because I'm
0: paranoid about you, losing got it. got a, a tag. A lanyard lang- yeah, around Yeah, yeah. I've got a north. Lang- <laughs> I've got one here. I'll
1: get it to a you. north one? They yeah, won't yeah, let yeah. me in. Sorry, mate. You've got no godly right <laughs> being at the G on this Saturday. <laughs> So so you had no ticket? Did you take your wife's and kick her out? What happened?
0: No, well, we we looked around and then um, I said, listen, you go in and I'll go to the pub and I'll meet you. North were favourite this day, 1998. They were the best team and they were favourite to beat Adelaide. We go past this little opening and it had a little store and it said, lost things. I don't know what it said. and And I thought... I'll go and ask about lost tickets. By
1: the way, bold manoeuvre from someone walking up going, don't suppose you've got any tickets in here, have you? (laughs) Uh, We do, actually. Which one was it? Oh, it's got a number on it. I'll take
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Went up and there was a young girl, as they do, they pay them nothing to do it. And I thought, I've got to tell them a story.
5: Uh, They're not just
0: going to give me another ticket to get in. So what is the story? So, you know, you think, will she believe this or not? And I thought i tell them a story about my son, Dan, gave up his ticket. Get emotional. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. It was brilliant. I, I said, <laughs> Dan, Dan is a, a fanatical North supporter and had got a ticket. Yeah, right. But gave it to me Gee, what a good out son. of his kindness, of his heart. Because <laughs> I'd
1: had a hard year at work. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And what was your job at the time? Bullshitting young women?
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway... You know, you know how you start telling a story and you believe it? Mate, it's the old George Costanza line. It's not a lie if you believe it. That's right. I could see the girl saying, you've got a wonderful son. i call him Daniel. I didn't call him yeah, Dan- yeah. Daniel. And Vivian's going, yeah, yeah. Where's he going with this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm nearly in tears. She's nearly in tears. And, of course, Daniel, he, he would have got uh, youth of the year. On my story, <laughs> giving up for his sick father. Oh,
1: you cook now as well? <laughs> Shit, he's just giving tough it year up. And
0: the point was, you know, if I'm sorry about it, but Dan, he's oh, given it up. The ticket, he's not even here, and I've lost it on him. Uh, oh, you know, there's got to be some solution to this. Not only is he a good son, you're a horrible father <laughs> at this right. point. <laughs> How could you possibly
1: save our family? <laughs>
0: That's right. How could I go home and say, Daniel? I said as Daniel Daniel says to me uh, how's the game?' well I I wasn't there I I, I went to the pub because I lost your ticket so this young woman quite taken by the story so then she goes and she says oh I've got to talk to the manager you know they go off and I thought I said, no, no chance. I don't think they're going
1: to do No it. one ever comes back from the manager and goes, you know what, manager reckons you can have two. Yeah. <laughs> manager loves you. Manager doesn't exist. They go at the back, place at Oku and come out and go, sorry, yeah, mate, yeah. I'd love to, but the manager.
0: Yeah, you're going to have two and where's Daniel? Yeah, he can exactly have the other one. The third. <laughs> Suddenly I'll get a ticket and, and I could see this young one. I said, thank you very much. You have you, great customer service, fantastic. <laughs> Your gullibility <laughs> is exemplary. So then, then we go in, yeah. and by this time I'm exhausted because we, you know, to, to get this ticket. Well, it's hard so to we... bullshit that well,
1: isn't it? Oh. <laughs> it's exhausting, it takes it out of you.
0: Well, you, you go up, and then. That was your grand final. Yeah, that was my, <laughs> my grand final. You're up, and then, oh, 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 oh we're in. That's oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, a bit of a letdown now. Who else can I lie to? <laughs> and we're up in the mountain, up in the hills, you know, like right up the top. But amongst North people, of course, the faithful. We go up there and then someone, a bloke had picked up my ticket and then he's in there, see. Of
1: course, so you would have known where you were to be sat. Yeah,
0: that's right. Uh, uh, section Q44 and 45. And Vivian sees him and she lets it out. What are you doing in that seat? No. You, I shouldn't be in that seat. No. And he's a, a crow's follower. Oh, that makes it worse. He had to get out quick. What well, he moved? He ran. <laughs>
1: okay. prose advocate. This bloke's just found a ticket on the side of the road and thought, "You beauty, well, I'm picking it up." He kind no, of didn't no. do anything wrong, I
0: reckon. No, uh, well, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, no, except I wouldn't. Today. I wouldn't have gone to that seat.
1: Ah, you would have gone
0: to standing room. <laughs> See? I would have gone to standing room seat. Savvy bullshit. And then maybe walked up later and thought, no, "Is I'm that seat in. free or yeah. not?" But I I wouldn't have just gone up there and sat there.
1: Well, hang on. So there would have been a spare seat next to him that was Vivian's. Yeah. So that would have made him think, all right, you guys sit here. I'll just go stand. He wouldn't have been the rats once again. that's right.
0: But she gave him a burst, an absolute burst. And everybody, those north people just looked at him and he ran. (laughs) He ran.
1: Well, it's funny you say that because I've got him here now and I've also got the girl from the kiosk. Come on out.
0: She's wanted a bit of redemption.
1: She has always thought she did someone a favour that day. Okay, you've got two of the great ticket stories of all time. That's phenomenal. So some cracking tales in amongst the mix there I've got to ask you before we go What was your mum's sure. story back in the 80s? Was it 1980, Granny, that she went to? Ah, 1980
2: Richmond Collingwood, where Richmond thumped the pies Mm. by 4,000 points, she wasn't going to be going by probably an hour before the game, and she met up, her and dad went to the pub, the cricketer's arms, across the road, and dad thought it was a good idea after a few beers that, you know what, don't need to go to this game, we're that good. (laughs) He handed the ticket to mum and said, you take it. What a romantic. What a romantic. You take it. We'll be there next year. Fair hoodoo on the club. (laughs) They wondered before 2017 what the issue was. I'll tell you what it was. It was this dickhead in (laughs) cricketer's arms in the 1980s handing his ticket over to his wife. He jinxed it. He jinxed us. He said it. He reckons he said it with that real nasally, we'll be there next year. No dramas. You take it. Not a big game, just another game.
1: Like you at the top of this episode. Yeah. How smug you were. <laughs> Seatless and toothless. We'll be there next year. <laughs> mate. I mate. Had heaps of that about it. I had heaps. But that was what happened. So that was 1980. When did you get back there?
2: 2017.
1: Ah, it's nothing. <laughs> What's 37 years between grannies? Come on, mate. <laughs>
2: I've also caught him crying since then when we are growing up when he was pissed. I just want my son to see a grand final. Well, you shouldn't have done that, should you, Steve? Yeah. Should ya? All you?
1: All you've got to do, Steve, is buy yourself a ticket and palm it off. You'll be there again next year. <laughs> uh, I wonder if anyone did that for the 2010. We heard a couple of stories about the 2010 oh, grand final God. there, the draw. Can you imagine someone going, oh, Mate, <sighs> we'll be there again next week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Nostril damus nostril damas he's picked it don't you worry you're pretty little head about that all right mate, that's it for quarter yep. one we're going to be coming back again tomorrow with quarter two of fan final fizz week and that's going to be all about the game day experience and the lasting memories mate and i'm looking forward to it so until then just know that i love you and i need you to stay mint stay mint i love you so
2: much there. <laughs>